What is good, everyone in the CWC? It's me, it's me, it's we too deep. 413. Um, that's a little corny. I won't do that again. <laughs> uh, thank y'all for tuning into the Slap of Me Wrestling Podcast. We got a big show for you. Um, just like always, uh, go follow me on X and on uh, TikTok, we too deep 413, as seen up in. Uh, this, this corner somewhere up here. I'm not, I'm bad with directions if you're watching the video. Um, we too deep 413 for those on audio. That's W-E-T-O-O-D-E-E-P 413. Again, thank y'all for tuning in. Um, if you're in the Discord, thank you for you know participating in, in some of the stuff that I do there. If you're not in the Discord and you listen here, go join the Discord. Um, you can go find the link for that by going and liking and subscribing to the Casual Wrestling Show YouTube page. Go check out his show as well. He posts a link to the uh, CWC Casual Wrestling Community Discord page. Let's get into this uh, show as we had a lot to, to uncover and unpack here. Uh, let's start with what, what I normally do here, the slapping meat brackets. I'm going to pull up this. Um, we had Nikki Bella versus Tiffany Stratton and Cora Jade versus Bianca. And as you can see, we're down to our final four is Tiffany Stratton and uh, Bianca Belair have won their matchup. So we're down to Charlotte versus Tiffany and Bianca versus Rhea um, to see who gets to the finals. The finals will be determined or will be run on will be determined and announced on Saturday, and then next Wednesday we will announce the winner of this bracket. It's been uh, it's been quite a while that we've run it, and then uh, I'm going to take a break from doing it for about a month or so, and then we'll come back with a men's bracket. Um, again, we'll find out who the casual wrestling community likes uh, and dislikes, and find out who they think the you know in the bracket is is, is best, right? Um, so if we look at this bracket, Charlotte, Bianca, Rhea. The real upset is Tiffany, but it's not really an upset when you look at the matchups that she has been given. You know, she starts with Carmella. That's, a, I think, an easy dub. You, you go against Becky. That's the, the biggest sort of upset. Um, but then you get Nikki Bella, which I think is an easy win. Um, now this is going to be the toughest matchup of them all. Does Tiffany overcome Charlotte? I personally don't think so. And then we get Rhea versus Bianca, which is going to be real close. So y'all are going to definitely want to vote in there. Um, and we'll find out next Wednesday who is the the casual wrestling communities, who they think is sort of the best women's wrestler based on my criteria, right? And, 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 and you know, the casual criteria and, and different things like that, right? Um, so with that, let's dig into the meat of this show. We'll start with something that I mentioned. I believe it was last Wednesday. It may have been last Saturday about the WWE NFL collaboration of the belts. 
And there was a, a story of the Jaguars belt being removed. And everyone was like, oh, WWE's just being petty. And then it gets announced later um, in the last few days or so that um, the cons had the belt removed. And it wasn't WWE, but rather the Jaguars organization themselves. Um, and so this is just me starting the show by saying, I told you so. Uh, so that that's there. Um, that's that's really all I wanted. To, I, th I told you so. Right. Um, um, uh, I normally don't read so news sources and, and the dirt sheets and stuff like that. Cause a lot of the articles are stupid. Um, but, um, I saw an article from wrestletalk.com predicting the fast lane card and they listed a bunch of matches here. And I just, I want to name them out. I put it, I put this in the, uh, uh, Discord already, but I want to name this out. I want to talk about these matches and what I think you could do and why I actually like this predicted card, right? So it starts off with EO versus Charlotte Flair. Very good, decent match. Either could win and I'd be okay with it. I'd really prefer Charlotte, to be honest with you. I know a lot of people are tired of Charlotte winning the title all the time. Um, but but if it's not broke, don't fix it. And and Charlotte's title reigns are pretty. I wish she has an, had an extended one. A lot of her her last ones here recently have just been like a few few weeks, a month, maybe two, and then she drops it again. I wish I wish she can have like a long like six month reign up to to WrestleMania. Um, I highly doubt though that she beats EO. Um, EO Sky. I always I, I want to call her EO Shirai because that's her that was the name that I sort of knew her by. But uh EO Sky. Um I highly doubt Charlotte actually wins. But this that would be a very good match. The next one is Drew McIntyre versus Matt Riddle. Don't give one fuck about. It's fine to be on the card, but I really don't understand even why this has to happen. Uh this is going to be the surprise one that everyone's going to sort of probably complain about. And that's Gunther defending the, 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 the longest ever IC title reign against main event Jay Uso. And I like this. What better way to end the reign than to have Jay Uso win it? And you're like, well, Jay Uso just got, hey, who cares? Jay Uso is literally the biggest star on Raw right now. He's the most over guy, baby face on Raw right now. And this would definitely, it, uh, to me, this is testing the, giving him the IC title is testing the waters of can he have a singles title run by himself. And, and you know, in the same way where I say we need a mid-card women's title so that we could test the water with some of these women before we make them women's champion, this is what I believe this is doing with, with Jey Uso versus Gunther. I like this match. It's something new. It's something fresh. I like Gable, and I'm, I know people want him to sort of win the, win the title. But if you're not going to make Sheamus a Grand Slam champion, if you're not going to make Cena a Grand Slam champion, give it to Jey Uso and see if he can actually run a singles title run. I, and and just just put him in the deep one. Put him, well, it's not the deep end. It's it's sort of like up to up to his chest. See if he can see if he can hold some water there, right? The next one is a triple threat for the tag titles between Judgment Day, the Street Profits, KO, and Sammy. I think we need. I think this is a perfect opportunity to separate the titles. Profits on SmackDown, Judgment Day on Raw. 
individual like like I think they could win individual titles here and what they could do they it, it, it'll require some funky booking where something happens to where the legal person for judgment day and the profits I would say have it be Finn and and Montez uh, uh, they both go to pin the guy at the same time and get a three count and so technically there's two winners. And then they, that's some funky bookings like that to where they could split the titles. I think I think this is a good way to do it. If not, I still think this is a, a decent match in and of itself. If it's just Judgment Day defending against two teams, I just hope we get the end of Sammy and KO here soon because I'm about tired of it. The profits are listed as heel now internally, so I, I want to see that change happen. But I'm gonna see what we get with with the profits. All right, the next match is what we already expected. Trish Stratus versus Zoe Stark. It's going to be a pretty decent match. I'm not going to underestimate it because I did that with the last match that Trish just put on, and it was very good. And then we get Shinsuke versus Seth Rollins. Um, we knew this was going to happen. It'll be fine. It'll, it'll Maybe Shinsuke wins it here. I don't know. Um, and then... The last match is Cody Rhodes versus John Cena and what I think is the perfect match for Cena. First off, it's a safe match, safe opponent. You don't really have to do too much. But secondly, this gives Cody some a credible win when he beats Cena. But also, if the strike in Hollywood ends and Cena has to wrap this up, this is one of those feuds I feel that, that you know one of these opponents, they could sort of wrap up real quick against Cody because they still really got a lot of time with Cody to to Mania, where where I, I think around Rumble season is where Cody's going to really get heated up. But a win against Cena would definitely benefit Cody a lot, right? So what do y'all think about those matches? Uh, let me know what you guys think. Would you like that? Would you like that as the fast lane card? I find it a little bit weird that LA Knight wouldn't be on the card. Um, he is the hottest thing I think on SmackDown. And so just finding him a place on the card would be great. Um, though I don't necessarily know what that will be. Like take Riddle and McIntyre out of it. That would that would be fantastic, to be honest. All right. So let's get to the main thing. We're gonna try to make this episode a little bit quicker. I've been I've been going super long here recently with a lot of these, a lot of these. I want these to be like 30 minutes and not. 50 minutes. Uh, so, so, so we're going to go a little bit quicker on some of these topics. Um, the main thing, the main thing, let's keep the, let's keep it the main thing. And that is, as the title says, CM Punk has been released, fired, whatever you want to call it from the WWE. Um, I think it's a great move. I'm, I've never once tried to promote the idea that CM Punk is innocent. Um, Excuse me. Uh, I've never once considered CM Punk innocent. I think he's a little, he's justified in some of the ways he acts. But uh, yeah, this is th- th- so. This was the right move to fire him, but it should have happened a year ago. And 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 where I'm upset at is we have zero information as what CM Punk did that got him fired. Was it attacking Jack Perry? Well, why is Jack Perry not fired as well? Because he provoked it. I just, I, I just, if we're going to have one standard of justice for CM Punk, 
we have to have the same standard of justice for everybody else, right? And so I don't mind that CM Punk got fired. I mind that there's a, a difference in justice and how things are, 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 how punishment is handed out, right? Oh, but Jack Perry, Jack Perry suspended indefinitely. Okay, that, that, so what? So he goes and does it again? I just, he, he pre-planned, he premeditated provoking CM Punk. And then everyone complains when the bear that's been provoked for the last year and a half finally attacks. That's crazy to me. Um, but what this has made me think of is, yeah, everyone's already thinking, okay, CM Punk to WWE. I don't necessarily think we need CM Punk in WWE at all. But I think in, to spite Tony Khan, I, here's what I do know. As much as they hate CM Punk, they're going to watch his first press conference where he exposes everything. And they're going to get some views. Wherever that podcast or, or whatever, where CM Punk finally releases what his side of the story from his, from his mouth, um, that's going to get a lot of views. And, 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 and I hope it's on WWE TV. I really do. Um, but I think we only really need him as a main character for about six months. Have him debut. And so, so this is what this is what I would do. What we're going to do is we're going to book a WWE run with CM Punk. And so this starts at NXT No Mercy. You have CM Punk show up in Bakersfield, California, and he starts a new faction known as the Voiceless. This is a playoff of Punk calling himself the voice of the voiceless, right? Um, and 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 it's Mustafa Ali, it's Braun Breaker, of course it's CM Punk, and then it's the tag team of Hank Walker and Tank Ledger, Hank and Tank. So why these individuals? Well, Mustafa Ali is the Chicago connection. At um, Also, you would have Cora Jade in the mix as well in the women's division, um, but that doesn't really play into a lot of what I'm booking because uh, I, I'm booking like a Survivor Series match. Cora Jade's in it. She's also from Chicago, so you get that Chicago connection. Cora Jade's also dating Braun Breaker, so it, it fits. Um, but Mustafa Ali's whole little stick for the last couple months has been, you know, I'm tired of not being listened to. I'm going to go and take my opportunities now, right? Um, same thing with Braun Breaker. He's gotten very stale since he's turned heel and he lost the title. And so I think putting him back into like a big faction like this would be great. Having a mentor like CM Punk, I think could really be good. And then Hank and Tank, they're just the newer tag. They're a newer tag team. They've done very little. I also have like this thing with, I love Tank Ledger, a uh, real name, Joe Spivak. He played college football at Northwestern University. He was part of the original next in line NIL thing that WWE did. Um, and they did like promo videos where like they announced that they were part of this program. And he was the only one that did a WWE style promo. Like he went out there and gave a promo. And it was better than 90% of the promos that we, we had seen on TV that week. And I knew from that day that he's going to be a superstar. And so you got Hank Walker, Tank Ledger, who have very little experience in the business. CM Punk can come in and mentor them in, into being uh, a pretty decent, you know, this, you know, show them the ropes of how to 
you know, have a successful career and then put them, put them in a place where they can get over. Right. And so after no mercy, you know, the months leading up to survivor series, Mustafa Ali wins either the heritage cup, or I would prefer the North American championship. Have him beat Dominic for the North American championship. Hank and tank win the tag teams. Um, and then Braun breaker doesn't really need a title again, but you can just still make him have a purpose, right? You know, you can give his heel gimmick a purpose. Um, and Cora Jade either wins the NXT Women's Championship or same thing, just give her heel gimmick a purpose to be there, even if it's just to attack people. Um, Punk doesn't really need to wrestle as much, as more as he's just going to cut promos for the for these people, right, and be there. Braun's also Braun can also be sort of the 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 protection for Ali, right? Survivor Series. So what we do though, as well as Survivor Series, is around the corner. So you you attack, you invade the main roster, and tr- you you because CM Punk's goal in all of this ultimately is the main event WrestleMania because that's something he he you know that's his motive, something that he complains that he never got and that's why he left right. But it's also to take down Triple H and what Triple H is building, right? And you can keep a kayfabe-like story that way where he's still pissed off at Triple H and he's trying to take down what he's building, right? So eventually the the Survivor Series match, you know, gets made a triple threat and you have Team Raw, Team SmackDown, Team NXT. But this is the only NXT in the the pay-per-view, PLE, is in this main event. Because CM Punk and his group are the only people invading. No one else is really invading. In fact, Shawn Michaels is really trying to rein in the rest of the locker room from invading. Because what it, what you want to do is you want to show that this team is more about taking what is taking their opportunities instead of earning their opportunities. Um, and so the survival excuse me Survivor Series debut of the team happens in that match, and they end up winning the match. Right, you don't really see him much on the main roster after then until about Rumble season, uh, where the Rumble happens and both CM Punk and Braun Breaker are entrants in the Royal Rumble. Uh, Braun Breaker eliminates around 10 to 12 wrestlers while Punk sort of hides behind Braun Breaker. At some point in the match, you have Braun Breaker realize that oh, CM Punk is using me to win this match so that he can go on in main event WrestleMania. When he recognizes this, you can get, you can get that tension build up and Braun Breaker eliminates CM Punk um, and turns on him. Now, Braun Breaker doesn't win Royal Rumble, so he's not, he right? So this sets up CM Punk versus Braun Breaker at WrestleMania. Um... You have CM Punk put over Braun Breaker. And so the ultimate goal of this is, hey, CM Punk, come in, actually put over some of this younger talent. Put over Breaker. Give him that rub, right? We only need you through Mania. We don't really need you after then. You're a problem in the locker room. We don't really necessarily need you past this initial run. And you don't really need to, but you could be a, a backstage help as well and help these people get over 
because we got people here that'll listen to you and they're not going to talk shit like Jungle Boy and and all that all of them, right? They'll actually listen. You could be a coach, right? And so, yeah, that's how I would book CM Punk. Six month run. He doesn't really need to wrestle all that much. Just him being there, I think, is enough. We see what some of it, his matches are a little sloppy at times. And they were in AEW. And so just having them, him there sort of being the voice of the voiceless, I think is a better way to use him than putting him in a match every month or three or four matches a month. Have him actually get over some of the younger talent uh, and some of this other good good talent like Mustafa Ali and, and benefit, right? And then what you can do is after Braun Breaker sort of breaks off, you need a new big guy to take his place. And so Von Wagner is an opportunity that you could use, you can expand, even pick people on like the main roster where like you have people like Shotzi and people like uh, potentially like a Liv Morgan um, trying to even someone like Gable who could get tired of the comedy gimmick and, and he wants to go out there and take what is his and he's tired of playing in the comedy gimmick. And that could set up like, honestly, a Gable versus Otis match would be very entertaining. Uh, and so you could set up like a big faction that's on all three brands. Um, and so that, that you can get creative with how you use punk. You don't necessarily need to have them wrestle all the time. Cause I think that'll get stale and we don't really necessarily need that. Um, again, that just depends on if that's how punk wants to be used. And if triple H would even give them the opportunity to step foot in the building. But the one thing we need to know is if we're going to do this, we fantasy book like this, is is there a non-compete clause? And there's where my problem is. Is Tony Khan gives zero information on anything that is relevant, right? And then the last thing I want to talk about is Tony Khan's little speech. I was scared of my life. My life was in danger. Really, Tony? As if Vince McMahon didn't walk into a locker room where there were drugs and guns being used and people beating the shit out of each other? Come on now, Tony. Are you... We, we, people want to say CM Punk soft, which he is, but come on, Tony, get, get your knickers out of your pussy there. And, and oh wait, we're not allowed to say that on YouTube. You can, you can do whatever you want with that one, but, uh, but right. So I'll end it. I'll end, I'll end this show. Like I said, it's going to be a little bit shorter in this show. I saw this quote from Jim Cornette. And I thoroughly enjoy it. We're going to end it with this quote. This is from Jim Cornette. I don't, I don't agree with Cornette on a lot of things, but I agree with him here. They send him referring to Tony Khan, or excuse me, they send him referring to CM Punk to Atlanta for a meeting, and then they cancel it. Then they fly him across the fucking, then they fly him across to fucking England Uh, and they stick him at the airport with no transportation. Then he gets lost in the goddamn subway. Then he goes to the biggest show of all time, and he has to sit there and watch some fucking curly-headed fucking entitled little prick mouth... Entitled little prick mouth off on him on television while he's standing there. What do you think he was going to do? I'm surprised he didn't football kick Tony in his fucking pussy. Look, Cornette said it the way he said it. I agree with him. You're not allowed to say those words, though. You're not allowed to call out 
Like, like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, I'm not saying uh, that Punk is is innocent by no means. He did it, man. He choked the fuck out of the motherfucker. But but I'm of the opinion, right? You, You walk up to a Viper. You walk up to a Cobra. You walk up to... I'm in the I'm in the southeast. We have copperheads out here. If I walked up to a copperhead, poisonous snake, they're territorial, they're defensive, right? They they strike when attacked and when provoked, when threatened, right? If I walked up to a copperhead and started poking it with a stick, I can't be surprised when the motherfucker bites me. It would be completely irrational for me to be like, "Oh, why the snake bite me?" Cuz you were fucking with it. If I walked up to a bear and started poking it, and then it, it then it ate me. First off, it would be full forever. Uh, but second, uh, I can't be surprised. Why the bear eat him? Cause he was being fucking poked. Why why'd CM Punk act the way he was? Cause he was being provoked. So I can't be surprised at it. And Tony Khan, you can't be surprised at it. You should have handled this a year ago. So, again, I'm going to place the blame on Tony Khan. I hope CM Punk goes somewhere and and exposes the fuck out of that company. I don't want it to go out of business. I just want Tony Khan to to suffer a little bit for making this shitty-ass decision on how to handle this process. Um, And so, at the end of the day, it is what it is. It doesn't really affect the way that I live. So, I'm not going to sit here and, and harp too much on it. Uh, but yeah, with that, let me know what y'all think. I know it's a shorter episode. Um, send your comments and your, uh, recommendations for topics to talk about on Saturday's episode. You can do that in the discord or in the comments here if you're on YouTube. And, uh, other than that, thank you guys for listening and watching and I will see you on Saturday. Brother, I'm If I like it's a moment